is the 77 WABC minicast. Former Governor Andrew Cuomo and uh, with uh, some news. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, Governor, you had some really strong statements um, that I thought were really powerful about protecting the Jewish community um, in New York. Talk about some of the things that you think needs to be done. Uh, I will. It's a pleasure to be with you, John, Rita. Heard the judge before. You know, New York, uh, the expression, your greatest strength can be your greatest weakness. Our greatest strength is our diversity. We attract talent from all over the world. Uh, and we're one of the most diverse states on the globe. Uh, but uh, when you have a situation like we have now with uh, Israel and Gaza, uh, that diversity can create tensions. And uh, it has. And uh, every New Yorker is aware of that. And our first responsibility is to make sure that New Yorkers feel safe. Right. Uh, And we have different political opinions and that's fine. And you can be pro-Palestinian, pro-Israeli and you can protest and you can demonstrate. But uh, there is there is a line and the line is the law uh, and public safety. You've seen anti-Semitic activity increase over 200 percent last month. Uh, You have physical acts of violence, uh, as well as other uh, hate-based assaults. And we have to say, uh, that's just not okay. You're safe in this city. And uh, um, NYPD does a great job. But when we have special circumstances uh, calling out the National Guard, it has been a powerful deterrent and presence And I think uh, it's time to do that again. The Jewish community does not feel safe. I can't tell you how many people have talked to me about uh, this period where they really feel unsafe just because they're Jewish. And that's in New York, right? And this city is the the largest Jewish population outside of Israel. Uh, And I think that has to be addressed. And uh, directly, they have to know that they are our brothers and sisters, and uh, they're part of our community, and they need to feel safe. And, and I think and, you need to do more. Andrew, this is Pete King. How you doing? It's always good to talk with you. I, I have two questions on this, though. One, I think if the cops were allowed to do their job, which they weren't allowed to do during the George Floyd riots, I think if they're allowed to do their job, I don't know if you need the National Guard. And if you do, you know, I was in the National Guard. I mean, you get riot training, but nothing like the police get. I mean, that's... So I think that should be a second resort. I think the cops should be allowed to do that. Like, for instance, what happened in Flatbush, I thought that was terrible. The cops really couldn't do their job. And part of that's because we've had to scale back on the uh, you know, counterterrorism surveillance. So anyway, I just like your thoughts on that. Should the cops be given more leeway first before we call in the guard? Well, you know, we have used the guard. Obviously, Congressman, you're right. NYPD's largest police force in the United States of America uh, and uh, they are our first line of defense, and they've they've kept the city safe for decades. Uh, you're also right. After George Floyd, there's a lot of uh, blowback, and the relationship between the community and the police has been stressed. And uh, that relationship uh, with the police, especially, I think they feel uh, constrained in their activity. I would never say the National Guard instead of the police. It's NYPD, it's state police, uh, but I think the Guard can be helpful. We've used them before, and they've complemented them very well. 
But I agree with what you're saying. Look, you can't let protesters close down Grand Central Station and stop trains and stop commuters. You can't let that happen. Yeah, and by the way, Governor, did you see they were tearing down the American flag and the Jewish flag? It, it broke my heart. Yes, you can't let that happen. I mean, this city has enough challenges right now. And when people see acts like that, tearing down the American flag right in front of the NYPD, putting up a Palestinian flag, kicking in the doors of Grand Central Station, you cancel trains. Congestion uh, pricing. We already have one nail in the coffin for Manhattan, New York City's main borough. Now, if they put in congestion pricing, you might put a second nail in the coffin. Shouldn't they wait till the city makes a recovery? First of all, the city has the city is not going to make a recovery on its own, John. Right? This is a post-COVID world, and it's a different reality. Zoom, remote work, etc. You have to do everything you can to adjust to that post-COVID reality, uh, and that is society-wide. And you have to make the city attractive. You know, cities were a place where you went to work. That's what made a city a city. Uh, going back to the, my days when I was uh, Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, cities were places of work. Okay, but now I don't have to go to the city anymore to work, so I need to want to go to the city. The city has to be attractive, uh, economically attractive. I have to want to uh, have the uh, enjoy the nightlife. It has to be clean. It has to be safe. Uh, and we're seeing people leave New York. You put two facts together. We lost 500,000 New Yorkers. They tend to be the higher wage earners, which means they pay more taxes. And our tax code is skewed where the very wealthy pay the overwhelmingly large percent of the taxes. That's, you're losing the wealth, and then you just hear the city has a $14 billion deficit. And by the way, the state has a $4 billion deficit. If not more. That, I mean, you know. Uh, that, but that's a bad combination, right? You can't be losing revenue uh, and have increasing costs. Those those two factors don't work. That's a toxic mix. Now, the, the other important thing is uh, Dominic Carter was on our 11 o'clock show last night, Sunday night, and he says in his 40 years of broadcasting, he has never seen a, uh, as a newscaster, never seen a, a mayor of a major city brought down by the uh, FBI if it wasn't... Uh, Approval by very high above. Any comment? Uh, well, look, the, the situation with the mayor, I agree with Dominic. Just as a matter of uh, law enforcement protocol, uh, a U.S. attorney to take that kind of action against an elected official has to get the approval of what they call main justice, the Department of Justice in Washington. Uh, the U.S. attorney doesn't do that on their own. So, uh, yes, this was most likely approved by the Department of Justice, uh, and it was a dramatic uh, action. Uh, were they, were they upset that uh, he was asking for money and stirring the pot among the other mayors? I, I, God forbid to use that expression, uh, that this is about political retaliation. Uh, 
I don't know what it's about. You know, if you read the newspapers, they talk about the uh, only thing I've read about is uh, the mayor made a phone call to a police commissioner to try to expedite a, a permit for a Turkish embassy. Uh, if that's a crime, then they're going to have to lock up uh, almost uh, everybody, almost every, every, every member of Congress. <laughs> also, Andrew, I was thinking, I mean, to stop a mayor in the middle of the street, they could have called him up. They could have called the security detail, said, yeah, let's have his in phones. The middle of the street. I mean, to me, that was really shocking. Awe. That was intimidation. And I wouldn't care whether it was a Democrat or Republican or liberal. a message from Washington. And that's a terrible message to send. And you can stop the mayor of the largest city in the world, most important city in the world. Really for intimidation. We got to go. We got to take the hard break. Great talking to you, Andrew. Andrew, no, Andrew, you. thank you so much for coming on, uh, Governor. Cuomo, I'm not going to call you Andrew. I'm going to call you Governor Cuomo. Governor, okay. Governor, thank you for coming on. Thank you for uh, continuing to put out your opinion uh, in our great city in our great state. Thank you so much. Thank you, John. Thank you, Rita. Thank, thank you, you, Congressman. Thank you. Uh,